Hot. <laughs> All right, dude. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Homegrown Hustlers, where Dallin and I chat. That's exactly <laughs> right. We talk about cool stuff that homegrown entrepreneurs do. Basically, how people get effing rich. Mm-hmm. Dude, and I wanted to talk about a couple things. I don't know. Maybe we can dive down one of them. One of the things, I don't want to regurgitate what other people talk about, but... One guy that both of you, you and I pay a lot of attention to is uh, Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk. And uh, he talks a lot about, uh, is it self-awareness, self, uh, what does he call it? Yeah, like self-perspective. Yeah, yeah, just basically knowing who you are. Yeah. What you're good at, what you're not good at. And that's something I feel like I kind of struggle with. Like, I, I don't know what I'm, I don't know. No, I know exactly. I struggle with the same thing. Uh, something one of my really good friends is good at. Uh, it, Kyle, he's... I talk about him way too much, I feel like. But the guy has just got it figured out. And I uh-huh. think the one thing he has figured out is what he's really good at. And he's always told me, hey, you're not going to know what you're good at until you try a little bit of everything. So try and experiment and practice and practice. And one day you're going to be like, wow, I'm really good at that. And I think to a degree I figured out what I'm good at. But... Um, um, as far as like maybe, I don't know if you're talking about skill set or maybe a quality or personality trait. Well, I think it kind of goes with everything. I mean, maybe not so much skill set because that can be learned, but maybe you shouldn't learn certain things, but there are some things you need to have a elementary level on. Sure. Yeah. So like, you know, you hear a lot of people, well, I guess what I'm like, there's business guys that are like, yeah, I don't really care about numbers. I'm not very good at that. But if someone's like CEO of a major company. They might be saying that, but they, they understand numbers. Correct. Like they can look at they them, have to. know what it's telling them, know where the red flags are. They might have someone else, a C, uh, CFO or something that really dives into them, but they're like, I'm not good at that. I need to know where there's a red flag, when there's a red flag. Besides that, like, no, like I'm not going to spend my day stressing about numbers. Where another guy, the CFO is like, don't talk to me about how to build culture or, you know, whatever. And he's just, uh, you know, yeah, he uh, just likes diving the numbers. And, right. and they each got to know that so they're fitting in the roles where they fit. And I think that's especially important when you're not uh, being assigned your role like uh, entrepreneurs aren't. Sometimes they have to fill everything, but knowing what you should outsource or if you can't outsource, at least knowing your strengths of what to focus on. Um, I think that's a big thing. Kind of ranting here, but I'll go on one more thing. I know when I was training in high school and, and going to college, my trainer, awesome guy, trained a lot of pro athletes, and he was always big on that as far as like your strengths on the field or in the weight room. It's like we're going to touch and get you to a, an acceptable level on the things you're not good at, but we're going to just drive in and make you world-class on the things that come naturally that you're good at. Yes. And I always thought that was killer. So I, I, I think a lot of my success, um, I mean, I didn't have enormous success, but the success I did have, I think, came from that because I'm, per- I'm someone that worries about everything being perfect. Oh, who isn't nowadays? Yeah, and he's like, nope, this is what you're good at. I'll tell you directly, this is what you suck at. 
tell you directly, we're going to work on these things once or twice a week. These things that you're great at, we're going to hound them and make you perfect at them. We're in here every day doing it. So. Yeah. I think something like that goes along just with what you said is you can't sugarcoat it. Mm-hmm. You're either good or you're not, and there's no saying, ah, I'm kind of good. Like, no, just admit it. Like, no one cares. It's a problem that's going on in this world. Like, don't be a baby. Be a man. Have tough skin. If you suck at it, you suck at it, but acknowledge when you're super good at something. Yeah. So... Um, like I said, it's all about figuring out for yourself, okay, I am good at this, I struggle with this, and then not only saying, man, I struggle at that, I'm never going to do it, but be like, hey, I'm going to find someone who's good at that, who can help me collaborate. I mean, that's what creates a successful business, is having two people that have different strengths and different weaknesses, because together, it's just yeah. a perfection. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I think to highlight something that you said, I think a lot of people probably caught it, but when you said try a lot of things to figure it out, I think a lot of people need to just start there. And don't make excuses, just go out and try something. And I, I really think that, especially for people that aren't happy with what they're doing there, or they're just floating by, but they're like, I don't know where to start. It's like, doesn't matter. Just start, start doing it. If you like it, great. If two months you don't, don't, and I don't think that means you have to quit your job or go do something like that. If you look at how much time you spend not really doing anything, whether that's TV watching or just wasting time, if you put that towards something that you're doing, even if that doesn't turn into what you love or what you do a lot or what you're good at, you check it off the list that, that you don't know it so or you don't love it. Excuse me. Yeah. So one thing I wanted to ask you, you said you've, you've got to experience a little bit of that. So yeah. what would you say, both skill set and kind of from your character? Sure. Wh- what, what have you found you, you are good at? Um, something that I'm good at is I have really good communication skills. Um, and I know that sounds really broad to a lot of people. And I'm not saying I have great grammar or uh, excellent punctuation. Um, I just... I was naturally born with the, the ability to not fear talking to a random person. I, and it's not like, uh, I don't even know how to describe it, but I have no problems sparking up a conversation and not just having a really blah conversation, but finding a common interest with a person and within a couple of minutes I can find a common ground and we can be best friends and uh, a sense of comfort and um, I guess... Like I say, common ground is established. And then from there on out, it's easy making conversation with employees as they pass by or customers or neighbors or whatever. But uh, it's something I've always done really well at. So uh, I guess HR, customer support, um, anything that's dealing with a person or communication is something I've always, you know, done very, very well in. And And would you say that's like your top number one? Like just because you said that first, would that be like your top number one, like, what am I best at this? Uh, yeah, I mean, it probably goes, I think what I'm, honestly, what I'm best at is understanding people. Um, I have loved, um, and I think this is something I've always would have done a really good, all right, how would I say this is, a great career path for me, what I think I would have succeeded um, exponentially in is uh, like a, some sort of therapist. I'm really good at listening, understanding, taking perspective, turning their perspective into words and helping people understand better 
um, find common ground. I really am just, I get people. I understand them. So on that note, why, why aren't you pursuing that? Is there other things that you like doing that maybe just doing that wouldn't be that fun for you? Or why, why isn't that something that you've pursued? You know, that's a good question. At first, the reason why I didn't want to do it is because to be uh, any kind of therapist or psychologist or anything like that, you have to do some ridiculous number of school. I want to say it's like 12 years because you have to get your Ph.D., and once you get your PhD, you're not making much money. So for me, the money aspect wasn't very entertaining. And uh, I don't know. I, I think from my previous jobs working in the extreme sport industry, something that I've realized that I thrived in is I was able to connect with these pro athletes that are kind of gnarly and extreme in a way, you know. Um, but I'm able to kind of bounce around from the, the spectrum of like extreme gnarly bro lingo translate that into nerdy educational business thing and I was kind of like a mediator for some of these sales reps and these pro athletes and saying hey I can go talk the talk and walk the walk but then I can come back over to you and I can tell you really what's going on behind the scenes and I can tell you hey this is what they really mean by that and this is what they're expecting and wanting and and it was really cool and I once I realized that I've enjoyed that a lot more so it's kind of almost like a door-to-door salesman but not if that yeah. makes sense it's more of, I know how to understand the psychological, I don't know, mental common ground of people. And uh, to answer your question, I really don't know why. I think it's just, uh, it's a little too boring. I kind of have like yeah. ADHD, too much sitting. Well, so. you can still do that. Do that. I think you can do it a lot more effectively with people in, in your life through business. Yes. Than you can with seeing someone one hour a week or something right. like that, you know? Yeah, and so from my experience of you know, I guess customer support or working with uh, these pro athletes, um, brand ambassadors and whatnot, what I've really decided, my intimate, my intimate, (laughs) I ain't trying to get intimate with any guys right now, I'll tell you that much. Um, My ultimate end goal is I'd like to help um, CEOs, I want to grow businesses, I want to be able to help people understand how to, to establish a successful environment within your, within your company and with your customers because that's just something I like building a family unity understanding your employees um, and all that once you know kind of cool stuff so I guess that's where I want to go with it more is uh, I want to help build companies and yeah. help broken companies become something effective so heck yeah but uh, so that being said what what have you found that you're not good at something I am terrible at is um one, I'm fearful. I'm scared of failure. I don't want to look stupid, mm-hmm. um, which is there's a couple different ways I've noticed that in my life. Um, I guess one is uh, when I simply just riding dirt bikes. If uh, I knew someone was better at riding dirt bikes with me and he asked me to go ride dirt bikes with him, it was really hard for me to go ride dirt bikes with him because I'm like, I don't want to look like an idiot uh-huh. or I don't want to crash in front of him or I don't want to be like, oh, he's a noob because of what he wears or the way he does this or because he doesn't have the nicest bike. And so as I realized that, um, I realized I was only hindering myself. And so for, uh, I can't remember at what, I think it was when I got to college, I made a point when if someone ever asked me to do something like uh, swimming or 
doing some like cliff jumping like I suck at it and I'm scared of heights but I was too worried about letting people know because I didn't want to look dumb mm-hmm. or not cool I should say yeah I made a point if someone asked me to do something like that I said yes even if it was breaking my comfort zone and the connections and the relationships and the result I got from that was insane because I started riding dirt bikes with these guys that were pros and I was just straight up honest and humble and just like, yeah, I'm not really good, but hey, can you, and I took my, my strength, which I knew was communicating. I found a common ground and, uh, I kind of built some tough skin and kind of joked a little bit about it, but was serious and like, Hey, teach me this. I suck at this. This is what I know. And, and then it come to find out we would connect on things totally different than dirt biking. And, uh, it, it was amazing the results I gained from it. So which that's what that that's interesting because it's kind of the opposite of what we were saying at first. Of you got awesome results from kind of working on what you uh, well, what you terrible. weren't good at. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. But I guess I guess it's not that you weren't. So I guess it's not don't work on them, but don't focus on it. Right. Exactly. So it's fine to be like, hey, I recognize I'm not good at that. I'm going to do these things to get better at that. But that's not what I'm going to focus on all day. I'm going to focus on what I'm good at. Exactly, yeah. And I think that was more of a personal thing. And I don't know, maybe the the focus and unfocused things as skill sets. Like, uh, for example, I'm not super, like I'm tech savvy, but I'm not about to go um, code or do the whole back end of a website. And I'm not no computer nerd. So I'm not going to sit there and watch YouTube videos all day or I don't have the gut, for example. I cannot be a doctor. So I'm not going to go and try and be a nurse because of that. Uh Um, But... Uh, so I, like I said, I'm not going to practice on that, but I will go and practice my communication skills. If I see someone I don't know, I love just going and interacting or how can I be a better boss to some of my employees or a better employee to my boss by communicating. Heck yeah. Sense, so. Yeah. I think that makes, makes a world of difference. And I think it helps people be happy in what they do yeah. when they start recognizing that and take time to look. Cause I think a lot of times just shove it down. Yeah. <laughs> just oh, yeah, do absolutely. with whatever and then just shove it down and uh, you know if you recognize it even if you're doing the same tasks because maybe you can't change your tasks that you've got to take care of and that could be an entrepreneur or an employee you know sometimes as an entrepreneur you've just got to do what's got to get done that might not be a part of the business that you love but if you recognize like hey this is where I buckle down I bite the bullet and this is where I enjoy and I try to spend most of my time doing this. And then over time, you can fill those buckle downs with people that enjoy that. Right. And fill your day with what you love. And the same thing can happen with an employee. If yeah. an employee is like, I hate this part of my job, but I overall like my job. But you recognize these are the things I hate to do, but I just buckle down and do them at this time. And it ends and it's worth it because of this. If you take the time to actually ponder that, I think it makes you know, that's what it takes is just actually looking at it instead of just floating through. I think that's one of the most dangerous things is just floating through. Oh, it's absolutely because you're just going to coast by. You're never going to try to push yourself. You're never going to try and improve. I mean, I mean, if you're not going up on the ladder, you're going down. Yeah. And yeah. So moving on, I was going to end this and then, uh, but I had this other thing I want to talk about. I'm like, oh, we can do it later. But I got a thing. I'm like, no. We're here. We're doing. Let's yeah, let's, let's do talk, it. About, talk about. Let's roll into it. So I wanted to just talk to you a little bit about uh, motivation. Yeah. Where you're at, like motiv- motivated wise. And I don't love motivation because, like, if you have to watch a video or some every time before you do something, like 
I think there's something wrong there and that's not sustainable. Sure. But there is motivation of like how you're feeling, what what's going on right now. Um, so where, where are you sitting at right now as far as motivation goes? I guess what I'm asking is it easy to wake up in the mornings? Oh, absolutely. And I think uh, this is kind of an interesting topic because as you said that, I thought of two different kind of motivations of uh, like, hey, am I going to be successful in life uh-huh. versus how am I emotionally as a person, if that kind of makes sense, like motivated as a person? Am okay. I a Debbie Downer? If uh-huh. that's, yeah. Do I motivate other people? And so to answer your question, yes, I am very motivated um, as far as my self-image, my, my inner self. I try every day to be happy. I'm always smiling. I love just that positive energy. I love to surround myself with that positive energy because... Um, to me, if I'm positively motivated myself, whether that's just like, Hey, it's raining outside, but I'm happy. And I have that positive energy, so to speak. If you surround yourself with a bunch of other positive stuff like that, or people, I should say, you're going to naturally create success from that. So I think the motivation is, yeah, I totally, I, I have a positive attitude about everything on life. Um, and through that positive attitude, I guess I'm naturally motivated to be successful and to strive to, you know, create that success. I don't know if that answers your question there. No, that, that totally does. Cause, uh, I think that's, that changes everything if you choose to be positive. And I think that's what I wish more people would recognize as being positive is, you know, it's a choice. Sure. It doesn't matter what's happening to you and more, more things happen, the more positive you are. I think where I've noticed that is being like, okay, I want to play offense. I've spent a lot of time uh, since, you know, being CEO of, of, of this company. Like, what do I do? Like, what do I need to do? I don't know. But my goals weren't clear. I, I didn't have a vision of where I wanted to go. Right. Where I wanted to lead this company to. And so it was really hard. Like, just nothing really happened. There was a, never momentum building. It was always, it was just kind of floating out there, see what happens. And then once I got a vision and knew that positivity and just having that like in me of like, this is where I want to go seeing that. Then all of a sudden things were happening, you know, and and stuff just clicked for, okay, this is what I've got to do, you know? And sometimes it would, we'd go down a path that wouldn't be right path, but we were still moving. And because of that, it led us to something that was the right path. So I think, I think you nailed the hammer on the head. If you're waking up saying, I'm going to be positive. I'm choosing this. I think everything else just kind of falls into line. So At least that's been my experience. So um, if you're in a place where you're not there, just do it and give it a whirl because there's nothing to lose. I mean, it's not like uh, it's not like that's going to make anything worse. Yeah. So and I think uh, before we end, I think uh, motivation and dedication are pretty similar. Uh huh. Because uh, and that's something that you mentioned. As I've noticed, your positive outlook and your you you see the vision. You're motivated to get there, but obviously, you know, it's a kind of a long road. You don't let the short, downturning, depressing, negative events that happen along the way kind of affect you. You're, yeah. Because you're motivated in a positive way. You're dedicated. Um, if, for example, like we went to the gym this morning. Sure, it's not our. it wasn't our choice workout or our optimum time frame that we wanted to be in. But we knew that going to the gym just to go to the gym 
would be better than us to sleep in and do nothing. Yeah. Because, and you're motivated, so you didn't let that thought of, oh, I'd rather just, I'm already late, I'm just going to sleep in. I, to me, that's the difference between motivation and dedication and just like, I'm just going to let coast by right now. And to me, that was the, the, that really set the mood for your day. You just determined from that point at 6 or 5.30, whenever that was this morning, that like, hey, I'm going to have a good day because I'm just going to go to the gym and I'm going to make the best of what little time I have. That's motivation. Heck yeah. Couldn't so. agree more. All right. Well, we'll wrap that up so we don't, don't, uh, yeah, don't too bore long. you guys. Yeah. This, but, uh, but I hope, hope you can grab something out of this. If you need a little bit of motivation, I mean, take the time to uh, think about why you're doing what you're doing. Take care of it. Yeah, and also hit us up. If you guys lack motivation, that's what we're here for. Let's uh, get you guys going. We're here to motivate everyone. Let's get excited about what we do and have fun doing it. Don't get offended. Bars are just bars. It's part of my nature. I'm going to keep grinding. So next time you find me, I'll be all the way.